Al. We just talked about you. Uh, as well as our podcast listeners. Um, to we very briefly. Yeah, we're talking about you. It was terrible stuff. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, we also want to very quickly thank our sponsors. Um, so for that, I want to say a huge thank you to Alchemy RPG um, mm-hmm. for not only sponsoring this little venture, um, but having a gorgeous VTT that we get to play in. Um, and it just really ups that aesthetic. So again, thank you so much to Alchemy. We had also the wonderful joy of hanging out with some of those folks at PAX. Um, and it was a great time. Um, so keep an eye on some of the cool stuff that they have coming up even after this. Um and you can check it out at alchemyrpg.com. Um, and then on to our second sponsor, which is the Crafty Gamer. Uh, the Crafty Gamer makes some really nice, gorgeous, aromatic-scented candles. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's like a double, like, aromatic-scented. Is that double uh, up? But anyways, uh, they it's make some up. cool stuff. Uh, and you know what we're going to do? We are going to go ahead and throw in a giveaway tonight of one of their candles because I want to. Um, and yes. Oh, yes. Very good point. I will. Uh, well, hold on. Uh, I'm going to finish my thought and then I'm going to go and. Um, but uh, the Crafty Gamer, like we mentioned before, we're also affiliated with them. You can go to the craftygamer.com and use code waffles maple syrup to get 10% off if that's what you so choose. Um, but go check it out because they have things aside uh, from candles as well. And it's pretty cool. And I think they now officially have a cool. Uh, in-person store, real-life store that you can walk into and shop around. They have some dice and a lot of really cool things. Um, And I think they're located off the West Coast, so I'm not exactly sure what the location is, but you should go check it out if you're in that area. Um, Florida. Oh, thank you. Wait, really? Uh, Yeah. Uh, At least that's the one I got when I typed it out. Hmm. Okay. I don't know why I thought the West Coast. (laughs) Anyways. Maybe, maybe. maybe. I'm a liar. <laughs> um, and yes, to uh, one of the comments in chat, Alchemy is going to be introducing support for some more systems in the new year. Keep your eye out because, you know, we're fans of Pathfinder 2E in this house. Um, and who knows what future things will come. That's all I will tease. Um, so with that, um, that is all my announcements. I believe looking through here. Yes, good. Um, that's all my announcements. So let's go ahead and get the show on the road. And everybody, I wish we could, I wish we were around a table because join hands as we get ready to dive in to the finale episode of Siren's Call. <laughs> See you in a second. Enjoy the intro video. want to do it i'm hurt emotional and psychic damage and force damage <laughs> all the damages cold damage heat damage <laughs> necromantic damage, damage moist damage. every damage moist damage, moist damage. no damage. the worst damage. <laughs> that's that's good damage <laughs> that's that's some good damage <laughs> well it would depend on what if it was like like a nice cake like a moist cake yeah but if it was like after the gym shirt moist, not so good. <laughs> what about a tennis ball in a dog's mouth moist? I'm just, I'm <laughs> just gonna wait. I'm know. just gonna wait. We are oh, live. We are, know. you know, well, we are on the other times. side. I've gotten people to say moist tonight, so I feel like <laughs> <laughs> Amir is at the top of the world right now. Um, Anne is starting off with a chicky nuggy for a great pre-stream rhyme that y'all yeah. don't get to hear, and I'm sorry. That's great. It's a rhyme crime. <laughs> 
Um, but last we left off, you all woke up to a bit of a scene outside of the inn, uh, that you slept in as a body was found of a figure that you recognize and were associated with, uh, the prior day, um, out of fear and, uh, worry of, interference on your mission and the wrong eyes and the wrong attention on you, you sped up your uh, leaving and plans and skipped out on the job that you were responsible for um, (laughs) when you first arrived to Fano. On to the ship you went, though, and set sail as we find ourselves back on the seas across the deep. Um, as you were making your journey, uh, ways on like a good ways out from Thano, you, um, got interested in a tower that, uh, was off the coast. Um, and after some manipulation of, uh, (laughs) certain captains, uh, emotions and, you know, weak spots, um, Sounds bad when you say it that way. Convinced him to right? <laughs> to stop and let you all investigate. Um, and investigate you have. So you've taken a robot across. Um, the ship is not all that far uh, off the, the coast of this uh, little... Just it's, It is a little bit of an island with this large... Um, I don't want to say turret, but just this tower. This, this odd tower. Um, I know you are all prior trying to climb this tower to mm-hmm. see and investigate if there is anything um, that can be found because of a certain story from Captain Redfall. Um, while Hex was climbing, though, um, with an unfortunate climbing role, is a strong word. <laughs> it is a strong word. Yeah, they um, they. <clears throat> but while you were attempting, I will say. Yeah, I was. Um, Remind me who, I think there were two individuals that went around the tower and found a door with many, many locks on it. Not lock locks, but locks. You know locks. what I mean? I feel like that was Langston and, and Kay. I feel like... Mm-hmm. Langston and Kay? I, I feel like Hex and I were, 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 were chuckle-fucking around like trying to find <laughs> this fucking tower. <laughs> okay, so... I think y'all were investigating that uh, door, and it was like I said, there's there's almost like a hundred locks on there, um, just absolutely boarded up in in this odd mm-hmm. space. Um, as you hear like a little bit of a ah, as hex <laughs> falls and slides down, scraping alongside the stone, and um, that's where we pick up. In this moment, hex has basically fallen down. I think, I think Locke kind of tried to catch the fall a little bit. And, and oh, uh, for I, sure, yeah. if you, I don't remember if you take a damage or not, if you have, it would be on your sheet, but um, you find yourself in the current moment, Hex, all of a sudden um, struggling to catch your breath as you feel your throat swelling up. Um, and I will say trigger warning for any people who are, uh, nervous about uh, breathing issues and things like that. Um, but you're, you're like, <clears throat> it's, it's your throat's kind of closing in. Um, yeah. Even though you only have only like scratches and things like that, you do see residue of um, Merquois kind of. Yeah. It clearly uh, on those wounds. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Is it like, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. If, if it's like obvious and like if you're obviously in pain and struggling, Locke would be casting uh, feel good spells if, mm-hmm. if that. Yeah, if so you like, start. Yeah. You start not really being able to breathe, and it's like, who? Okay, um, and it's this this really like odd feeling kind of coming over you, where you start your head is starting to kind of be dizzying, and and yeah. um, you basically um, did you make me a con save last time already? I I truly do not remember, so I'm happy to make one now. Go ahead and make one. Let's roll some dice. Is an eight good in this game? <laughs> Um, it's great for me. It depends on the perspective. (laughs) Good for the goose is good for the gander. Um, so I will just double check. Do, um, Langston and Kay kind of, are you guys still at the door? Are you coming around to kind of see what's going on? Uh, Langston loves a good disaster, so. Got it. it. Same. Kay will will get in there. But, okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, <laughs> Kay and Langston make me perception checks. Um, Locke, you're focused in on Hex right now, yeah. who is struggling to breathe, and <clears throat> they're not the most injured necessarily. Um, and you're getting to be a little bit worried because if you're, are you casting any spells just yet? I was really hoping I would have a cantrip that would heal, but I, no, I could just, not... I, I could spare the dying or sacred flame. You are you feeling a little cold? <laughs> You're struggling to respond, Hex. You can't really yeah. make any words, and you're beginning to uh, find this so difficult that you and and the your head swimming, and you're wobbly enough yeah. on these very uneven rocks that you kind of, um, with an eight, find yourself like falling to your knees. Yeah. Um, then and good. I feel like if 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 that is if what you're describing is happening, Locke would kind of lose the sort of. Not devil may care. His goofy attitude, uh-huh. um, and get very serious and like kind of like kneel down in front of you and like look at you and like, are you okay? Do you need anything? I and he like is like almost like knee jerk reacting, like about to cast cure wounds unless, uh, like he's yeah. like ready. Her, I'm like ready. her uh, sort of lavendery complexion is uh, becoming um, rosy with her inability to to breathe, and she is like sort of reaching out to try and, and like get herself up because she doesn't want to be like a cool, sicky person holding the group mm-hmm. back, but she goes to get up and like trips on the rocks, the like mm-hmm. uh, wet slick rocks and like sets an Eldritch blast off by accident, oh. like trying to like write herself, yeah. like use the force of it to push herself up again. But she mm-hmm. just falls and she looks up at you like really terrified as she can't get a breath. The, just, I don't know if this would just like a part. Uh, just for shits and giggles, uh, you said you kind of fire off an Eldritch Blast by yeah. accident. Um, yeah. Go ahead Uh-oh. and roll me a 1d100, but I need you to first call me a range of 20. 80, 60 to 80. What is that, Waffles? That is 60, 60 to 70 79 70 or 61? Yeah. As a three, is a three good in this game? <laughs> so D100 you got a 3 okay yeah, yeah you fire off an Eldritch Blast by accident um what's that I just said pew oh <laughs> yes that is I, just, I saw like a finger go up like wait hold on <laughs> I like to think you know it's it's a little more intimidating than that yeah. but sure I'll 
I'll take a pee. <laughs> that, that, that could have been a perfect excuse to get me out of the game on this finale. <laughs> just accidentally. You're gripping on to oh, the locked sh- uh, shoulder, yeah. and he just goes off on him, and he's like, Pshaw. I'm susceptible um, to Eldritch blasts. Oh no! <laughs> get it. But so so before you uh, react, lock to resolve the perception mm-hmm. checks from yeah. Kay yes. and yes, Langston. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Langston, you look across, you kind of come around, you're surveying the scene, and again, the ship is not that far away, um, and you notice, kind of, as you're coming around and looking at the scene, um, this is sort of before Kay has dropped to, not Kay, I'm so sorry, Hex, has dropped to uh, their knees. Um, you eyes, Your eyes kind of catch that there is a figure on the edge of the uh, the moxie, who is like watching you all leaning forward intently. Um, and you do recognize it as Mayfire. Um, oh, shit, yeah. Who seems to be like looking kind of concerned. Perhaps they had seen Hex slide down mm-hmm. and fall from the ship. Um, oh, God. That's so you're clocking, <laughs> you're clocking that um, as Kay, you coming up from behind um, are noticed. Something has like slipped from the rocks where Hex has climbed um, and sort of like fallen or like a small like piece of paper or something folded um, that got loosened by something and is almost like missed half like pushed under like a rock that where it fell. Mm. <clears throat> okay, we'll be heading over there while keeping an eye on Hex to make sure they're okay. All right. And then. Uh, as soon as Hex kind of falls down to their knees, um, Langston, you see the figure of Mayfire, uh, kind of looking around, calling something back, uh, into the ship before diving off, uh, and starting to swim in your direction. Okay. Luck, what are you doing? I I think if, I don't know if this would actually do anything is it's just a, a very weak spell but i think he would he would be like casting cure wounds and it would like the way that would look is like if she's having or if hex is having trouble breathing he would like sort of like take a step back like very seriously like put like a hand out like like over like not touching it but like over where like yeah. your like lungs and stuff are and you'd see like all like the you like he, you hex would probably hear like the sound of like waves and like gentle yeah. calming ocean in your ears and then sort of like whatever moisture just just from around because we're on a, an island with mm-hmm. water and waves and crashing it would start to start to like coalesce and like swirl around his hand and then he would like slowly like just put that water like it would like go into uh-huh. you <laughs> yeah i don't know if that would do anything uh, I'll, I'll i'll use that resource if it'll help get past the, um, the, the, the not do you want to tell me what Locke would do would they be Wondering if it helps before expending the spent the spell slot, or will they do it and find oh, he's just, out? Yeah, he's gonna do it and find out. Like this, okay. this is all he knows at this point. Like, it's better to act than to not act. Mm-hmm. Wise words. Wise words from my <laughs> my my uh, grandfather back at the Fluffle, which is look it up the correct term for a group of rabbits. Rabbits. That's a Fluffle. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> wait, you don't remember your childhood? That's a I lie. Don't. I don't. That's why it's such a weird saying, because <laughs> it's not true. It's not he true. Ma- he made it up. Um, go ahead and make like a. I'm again. I apologize if anything I say is Pathfinder okay. terms. An Arcana check. Yeah, that works. 
Okay, cool. That's really can I can I make an can I make an argument for medicine? Um, you can say no. Yes, yes. This is it's it's this is more about like how your magic is going to like work or not work. Um, so in this case, I can take an argument for both. If you're focused on on medicinally trying to focus the healing on what your n- mm-hmm. medical knowledge is, you can do medicine. I would super love to do medicine because that's a natural that's 20. A 20 26. <laughs> I saw it slowly scrolling. Be healed! <laughs> yeah. um, perfect. So at this point, Langston, you are, are you kind of, where are you focused on Mayfire or are you focused on the action here? Oh, yeah. No, I'm so focused on Mayfire that I use thaumaturgy like, come on! Get here now! I need help! <laughs> okay perfect um so as now. as this kind of booms out um yeah, at sure. the same almost this weird tandem of this voice booming out and as like you emphasize the we need help uh there's this boom of this cure wounds being like poured into hex in this moment hex you can see Locke is like focused on on your like your breathing passageways and really trying to focus this into it. And there's a moment of relief as um, your lungs are relieved of the stress Mm. of this, like this, Oh my gosh, I'm not getting any oxygen and it alleviates you from taking any further damage. Um, And there's a brief moment where you're able to kind of pull in a breath full of air. Um, (sighs) But as soon as it dissipates, it you're st- it has not cleared the passageways it has not uh removed this poison mm-hmm. or this thing from your blood in the current mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. um mayfire is <clears throat> swimming as fast as she can um you see her get to a certain distance um from the shore and she takes a second to pull her head up and like paddle for just a second and like trying to catch her breath and looking over and then in a whoosh she shows up drenching wet on the rocks next to you um as she misty steps from the waters Mm -hmm. to your side so in this current moment hex is there anything else you're doing uh hex feels like the like getting this sense of this is like a toxin that the only way to uh get rid of the toxin would be potentially to get into the water so that it would be diluted and so she's going to like scramble desperately across the rocks now that she knows she still can't breathe after that like one moment of release and uh at the apex of her breath she makes the instinctual moment to kind of like jump into the water near near Mayfair in sort of a fit of desperation she's like rubbing her arms where all the cuts are uh just filled with this algae and everything so you go to like dive into it and you may for yeah. kind of show it's timey why me, but she kind of like yeah, shows yeah. up, looks to where you were, turns around, sees where you're kind of diving <laughs> and like 
Like yeah. the, there's a lot of scrapes and cuts kind of like, like yeah. there's some on your arm, there's some on there. Before you fully dive in, you start to just stick a hand uh, into the water to try to like mm-hmm. cleanse it. Um, yeah. Mayfire, seeing you do this, grabs you by the, like the shoulder and tries to yeah. pull you back. And she's just like, there's more of it in the water. Uh, which you do know there is like, yeah, a, in yeah. the it's it's all in the water and and all yeah, sorts of all places. Terrible. It's all really it's bad. All yeah. uh, and she's just like, hold on, and we'll like pull, push, kind of not force you, but encourage yeah, you to yeah. just lay back on the rocks for a second. Um, as she begins to kind of uh tend to these wounds with yeah. like a certain salve. Um, <laughs> and uh. Basically, she's going to work to very specifically cure and stop this poison from spreading into you. Um, nice, nice, nice. While she is doing that, um, Kay, you have a piece of paper in your hands. Yep. Seems to be like folded. Um, looking at it, though. Um, you yeah no I think you'd be as an out uh alch- no what's it called hold on what's artificer. the word artificer artificer I was like uh, the other a word <laughs> artificer um I think you're yes, very used to <laughs> uh supposed mundane objects or or pieces of mundane objects that are imbued with magic yeah, um that's what I do. So, can you go ahead and make me a arcana check for this? Sure. It's okay. 11. Okay. Um, with an average. 11, you are looking at this, and as you kind of turn it over in your hands, uh, you see that it's uh, actually, like, on the other side, it has, like, a little fold over, and it's, like, a little envelope, it seems to be. Um, but it doesn't particularly catch your eye as... Uh, anything aside from it's pretty not weather worn uh for being out here but maybe it was just placed there it's just it's a bit weird it just strikes me as a lot okay i mean they'll begin unfolding it trying to find like a place to read it examining it as they're walking back over to everyone else okay perfect um okay so i'm going to roll oh with real dice that i got at pax hold real on dice. <laughs> Locke is getting out like some like surgical tools, like getting ready to amputate. Um, just all right. This is escalating saying. very quickly. Yeah, you you're getting out those tools, and uh, she's just been kind of like laid back on the on the rocks, mm-hmm. and she's trying to like hold still. And she sees you pull out the tools, and she's her eyes are wide. She's no, 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 no. Mason like, comes over, like, can I get you some good berries? <laughs> It's um, it's basically like if a if a woman had a million spouses all doing their best to give them ice chips and whatever, <laughs> but they are now the enemy. Is basically yeah. the, the whole visual story here. That, that um, seems very appropriate. <laughs> as Mayfire is working on these salves, um, she realizes that it's going to take um, a little bit of time. She rolled well, but it's going to take her a little bit longer mm-hmm. um, to do it. Um, and so she pauses for a moment to once more, uh, she kind of, as time is like ticking and, and I would otherwise, if this was unattended, you'd yeah. be rolling um, and taking damage. Yeah. Um, she pauses and puts a hand on, uh, like kind of, again, over a little bit higher than where yeah. uh, Locke did it and pulses you with another cure wounds Dang, just to almost. 
allow me to off. breathe. Yes, for just a split mm. second longer as she continues to work um, to rid you of this poison. As Kay walks back over um, and flips open this piece of paper, this envelope, um, Kay, you look it over and you see what looks to be this nice cursive script um, that is just looks an invitation. Oh. It looks like um, it's not like marked to any particular person, but this is still the cover. You haven't like opened it. You pulled it out of the envelope and it just looks like this filigree on the edges and this kind of neatly cardstock uh, thing that uh, at the front says, you have been cordially invited. Uh, seeing the script and how like pretty it is and it's an invitation and stuff, uh, not Kay's scene. So she immediately extends her arm really hard and out to Langston. Yep, yep. You see this, uh, it's without an envelope now. It is just this folded cardstock that on mm -hmm. the front end says you have been, you are cordially invited. Do you open it? Yeah. All I right. want to know to what. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you open this uh, invitation, little, um, like prestidigitated uh, sparklers kind of pop out, out of it, mm -hmm. light blue. Uh, <laughs> Um, that take you back for a second as you read to partake in the Reverie Fantastica. Um, with smaller writing, it, you know, there's a little bit of additional, um, like, explanation, though it doesn't provide you much. It says things like, you know, not a party, um, you, uh, not the party that you would expect, uh, but nonetheless, uh, a party to remember and like this kind of like a lot of like non bless you a lot of like non descriptive yet descriptive that still doesn't give you any information as to what this is however as you are reading this and finish kind of reading through that's when all of you without a perception check hear as lock after lock after lock from somewhere a little bit around the tower unlocks and as a door opens a bunch of ringars fall from the sky <laughs> there's so many of me <laughs> uh, 100 yeah. locks k makes eye contact with kind of everyone and then looks in the direction obviously not able to see the door but kind of a we all heard that right yeah mm -hmm. yeah is is uh, Hex like okay now or at this point Hex okay. uh will because we're not really in initiative order and timing, but no. yeah, like at this point, um slowly you feel like whatever and she had like chew something as well yeah. to like soak up some of the stuff and like slowly uh you are feeling your 
not that you would feel your blood like dilute back to uh what it, it's it, what it's supposed to be um be but you slowly <laughs> it's a little bit hard but you like yeah. can breathe again and, and your throat's relaxing a little bit um you'll be okay in a couple minutes like fully yeah. okay we feed her murkwok is it supposed to soak up stuff wow. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah yeah uh so she oh, yeah, is yeah. like She's she's moist, goddamn, <laughs> all over. Uh, uh, because uh, uh, she tried to jump in the water, she's like climbing up the like she looks like a wreck. Like yeah, like the, the your clothes can be like scraped however you like you want, but also like the rocks are wet. This is where like there's waves yeah. on here. It's it's not a pleasant place to just chill out and lie down necessarily unless yeah, you're yeah. Here to, you know be in a bathing suit. She <laughs> yeah she she sort of gets herself like just standing as soon as she can like as if to be like no no i'm cool i'm cool i'm cool but it's very My clear friends, that take like it easy take she's it. not cool <laughs> she's giving cool. you like a steady hand um, yeah. yeah she says uh, thank you i i'm really fine uh, we should go find out what that was whatever it was on about did you Watch find a door tools Yeah, that what uh, what was that? Is it? Uh, yeah, let's go check it out. And Locke starts <laughs> hopping over towards the sound. Mayfire looks to you, like said, "It's like, may I take a look at that?" Uh, yeah, I suppose. I don't know what to do with it. She takes it, kind of like reads it over with like a confused like look on her face. Uh, hey, there's a door over here. Did y'all know that? From behind the uh, tower. She'll kind of, with a hand, she'll hand it back to you, Langston, um, with kind of like a guiding, like, presence next to uh, Hex. Like, not not holding your elbow and, like, fully uh, guiding you, but just <clears throat> spotting you, so to speak. Um, she will go after you all uh, to take a look. So as you go around the tower again to look for this door... Um, you see the entryway where the door was. Uh, it oh, is not, not not a door. <laughs> Sorry. It is this sort of archway. It looks exactly the same um, as you know what it was before. There was just a door there with lots of locks on over on it. Uh, a lot of just little bunny boys on there <laughs> <laughs> holding the door. <laughs> <laughs> just, I literally, you named a character that I genuinely cannot say this object now. <laughs> no, no, this is, I'm sorry. It's all there, Locks don't exist in this universe now. I'm so sorry, Alchemy. They are just little bunny guys that have been closed. <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> it's canon. Um, so, our guy on the So, there is this sort of just darkness. Um, through this archway um even though it is daylight outside um it's about you know close to midday-ish at this point perhaps um you've traveled for a couple hours uh, you don't see the light going through and that already tells you like that this is something else um who's closest to the doorway in the current moment probably lot. Yeah, so probably if I if I ran over there before everyone else, I think I would be over there sooner or closer. Make a perception check for me. 
I'm very not good at those, but I will try my best. Uh, but actually, wait, I'm pretty damn good at those. What am I talking about? I have a plus six. Booyah! 17. 17. Oh, 11 plus 6. 17. So, you kind of are looking at this doorway and you were here. Well, no, actually, you weren't here before. So I you're not You're not sure what to expect, but you mm. you have tall bunny ears. Your yeah. ears kind of like, as you listen in as you're looking at this space where mm. a door was. Um, carefully, you can see outlined right kind of at the cusp uh, the hinges of the door, you can see just the hinges, uh, almost implying like the door has swung inwards, mm. um, though you don't see the door. And as you listen, um, this space that you are in, this little island, uh, mm. small ass island with a t- big ass tower, because uh, <laughs> that's that. Yep. Uh, Great name. Fantastic you're surrounded. Name. Yeah. You are surrounded by water. So you're mm-hmm. hearing the waves crash around you on the rocks. Um, you are hearing all of this. Um, but you hear rushing of water that mm. doesn't seem to fit the water that's around you. Unlike waves coming mm. and going and you being a seafaring man would be very mm. used to those sounds. This sounds more like the rushing of water, almost like a waterfall or a raging river or some type of other water source that is coming from the door. Uh, I had to nearly break character there, not character, but I nearly break narrative there because of Dimples' comment of a copious amount of ass. Are there any like loose stones or little pebbles or rocks or anything close by? Yes, plenty. I'm going to just quickly yeet one of those motherfuckers through that door. Yeah, so you you yeet it in, um, and you hear you hear it, though you don't mm-hmm. see it. As soon as it 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 kind of disappears through this this, it's, it's not black. black. It is just dark and a little like blue and and just it's just dark. It's like it's cast in shadow. Um, it's not pitch but black or anything like that. I it didn't see any through. like magical distortions or any any like. It just it just like I threw a rock into a, a, a yeah a you threw a rock okay, yeah cool. it just goes in and then you do hear it though as it um ting 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 uh I like it skids across what sounds like rock uh and you notice this it's not a very loud echo but there is a little bit of a reverberation and an echo okay. Locke would tell everyone that I, I threw a rock in, and uh, it, it it all all seems fine. I think we should go through this doorway. Passed the rock test, and it was perfect. perfect. Just what we came for. Excellent. Mm. And I she kind of like trips a little bit mm. as she tries to walk towards the door. Mm. Hex, you do think like I know you were you were looking at this tower because of your parents, yeah. um, and. There is that nagging <laughs> thought in the back of your head yeah. that, like, what if? Yeah, no, she's definitely <laughs> heading in that direction, and she's just, yeah, she's she's walking towards the door like determinedly. Mayfire kind of looks at everybody, and she's like, "Uh, I can just message. We can just investigate, and I'll." Send message to the captain that would be a little bit 
Okay. Uh, Seems fine. She kind of like leans like over, looking towards the ship for a second. During this time, Kay's gonna do the do the D and D thing and pick up another pebble and cast light on it. Uh-huh. It's much much smarter. Throw it through the door. Love that for us. You hear the same sounds, but as the light is encompassed into the shadow, it's a little odd. It does distort the illusion a little bit. Not like an illusion, but like it does distort your vision a little bit because it goes into the shadow. And it's not like it disappears as soon as it hits the shadow because it's Mm. emanating light. It just fades so quickly and like gets almost swallowed up in the shadow, Um, though then you still hear it almost like get deeper in and and uh clank to a, a halt if Vlox saw that he'd be like, oh wait 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 and he would pull out his 50 feet of hemp and rope oh and uh throw it in as well Every... no, i'm just kidding um <laughs> goodbye <laughs> bye, rope. i hate all 50 feet of you no uh just like dole it out and be like if this mm-hmm. i i this is an old trick we used on on the ships i used to sail on it was called a the the old rope trick, uh, and we uh, you just hold onto the rope. We maybe not get lost. This is probably just a, a creepy shadow door, but it might might be something more. And I don't kind of like y'all. Don't want to lose y'all. You looks at me fast. Go through creepy shadow doors. This is like normally a... yes. Do you, wait. Do you? Is it like Locke looks around like existential crisis? Does everyone not just do that? Am I the problem? Am I the drama? Is it me? Am I? Just looks at Ida. Ida's like, nah. <laughs> um, Ida got a glimpse at the uh, stone at the top of the tower um, when y'all got closer. And she has been kind of like eyeing it. Um, and I forget, she can talk to you now, right? Yes. She's like, but what if it, what if it goes, what if it stares and we can go up and we can get the gem? What if it stares? We can go up. A problem for another time. Right now, we have other things to worry about. But I want it. Yes, and perhaps we'll get it later, but not right now. <sighs> she doesn't like the answer, but she... There might be like... more treasure through the creepy shadow door that we don't know about. The options so are limitless when we don't know. We get to go in. Do I want to? No, but yeah, <laughs> I suppose... <laughs> We know the gem um, is a gem. The creepy shadow door could be anything, even a gem. I will, I will turn you up just a little bit. I don't know uh, if it's just me, but Amir's a little quiet. Be just a little moist. Oh, Whoa, there it is. <laughs> Dang, Thank yes, you, more, of, more of that, please. Yeah. Um, David, <laughs> Woo, we are live, David. All right, let's go. <laughs> So the people came for. <laughs> this is taking a turn. Um, that's after you walk through the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> you are holding yeah, on to rope that is not tied to anything, and you walk through the door. Is that what I'm hearing? I want to make sure we're all like, if we're going down, we're all going down together. Kate's going to put the rope in their gauntleted hand and mm-hmm. be the last one in. And like, so like if anyone starts to die or blood shoots out the door, she can yank on it or lock them Pull in them there, one in. of the two. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. If, if no one is opposed to it, lock would be just rearing and ready to go right in, right, right in the shadow door. I suppose Mayfire stays close right to you, Hex. You. Yep. 
Um, so it's it kind of goes in tandem with you. Uh, yeah. And then K after that. Uh, cool. Yeah. As long as like Mayfire and everyone else are in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Locke turns and looks to Langston and says, aim for the bushes and then jumps <laughs> into the. <laughs> okay. You're the first to go in. Yeah, absolutely. And you jump in. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm a bunny, of course. Okay. Walking is right. boring. That's pretty much what we do. There is a moment as you walk in and pass through this <clears throat> portal, because that is what it is, a portal. Um, no. <laughs> there is a sense of vertigo as you as you're passing through our mid-jump and I not feet are not on the mm. ground mm. um and it is odd as suddenly you come back into your feet hitting the ground slightly at a different level uh or kind of it's like almost like you know your jump got stopped short as you hit yeah. the ground sooner than you realized mm-hmm. um but as you step and land on your feet there is still more stone that meets your feet um though it feels cooler than the sun-heated stones that you were just stepped on. And one by one, there is no immediate screams. You know that you hear through this portal, but there is no immediate screams as uh, you continue in through. So, Locke, you are the first to witness this, but slowly, one by one, each of you see an expansive cavern opens to a spectacle beyond wonder. I will, if you will turn your attention to alchemy, uh, give you a taste of what you are seeing. Oh, yeah. Good gravy, yes. So much better than a ship and a gem. Oh, man. Waterfalls. looks at Locke, and he goes, I I think I read about this place in a book one time. It was called Callus and Bunderland. <laughs> Damn it. Locke um, takes off his Morpheus Matrix sunglasses <laughs> and says, You're finally awake. Fuck, no, he didn't say that shit. I missed it. I lost it. <laughs> keep, keep going. We're done. That was good. I think we should sit good. in this moment for a little bit longer. No, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> This expansive cavern opens to a spectacle beyond wonder. Waterfalls cascade down the face of rock walls and pour endlessly into cold cosmic pools. Murkwa, that's to your chagrin hex, glows everywhere, hanging from the heights in shimmering beauty. The path in front of you leads to a stone staircase that curves over the glowing pools up to a rocky plateau. In the center of the room, suspended in space, huge boulders hang as if held by some powerful field of weightlessness. On the plateau stand two armored guards, both holding longswords. They stand on either side of the focal point of this room. Two profoundly massive iron doors. Both seem to rest on these long tracks. And on the sides, you see stone gears that drag, uh, connected to these drags of rope that just disappear into the heights above. 
I will say, looking at these gears and looking at this this structure as you all take in this space, um, I'll give you all just tidbits of information without roles that have to do with perhaps your character's perception of this space. Mm-hmm. Langston, you had just previously the night before traversed across Fano, in particular looking at some of the gems that are embedded in the stonework and had a particularly just like recent and keen investigation to some of the older structures that make up the foundation of Fano. And there is a a vague echo of similarity to these massive gears that hold this this space and how this door operates. It is not it's almost like if you see some, if you're looking at Roman architecture and then you see some Roman inspired architecture, there is, there is that sense of connection in mm-hmm. some of the, the just structure and design. Hex, the Merkwa here, as it hangs mostly above you, it is while it is on the rocks around you, you can see in, in concentration, it hangs in these strings and like algae dangling from these suspended rocks. And you can't help but feel like a channeling of Merkwa being used. It's not just growing here. It is, it is a part of this system. Feet. Yes. Yeah. Of yeah. Um, and it's one of the first times when you look think back to like the Murkwa that is was just growing in the gears of the inn that you stayed in, that was just there. It was just growing there wildly, and here there is purpose. I will say Locke, this is like nothing you've ever seen. Mm. Um and Okay, you as well. Well. Lockley and K. This is like nothing I've ever seen before. <laughs> Me as well. <laughs> oh, great. Pistol. God damn it. <laughs> I noticed uh, no, you were K- trying to make that tension. Kay's just, <laughs> just kind of standing there, like, mouth sliding gape, eyes a little bit wide, and just kind of taking it all in. Mm-hmm. Same. I, I do think um, Lock probably like unconscious subconsciously like pulls out the the ore his his club basically and is just like yeah focused boom let's go um, uh langston looks over at ida and just gives her a i told you there might be more treasure look at this place her eyes are wide almost it even though there's not necessarily precious gems in the area, there is this glowing sparkle of the moving waters in this cavern that is echoing and glimmering that has her entranced as she's just looking around. Um, Hex sort of like looks at everybody as she's, she's very taken with this whole thing. And she says, yes, it's beautiful, but what is it for? Is this the, the, what the invitation was for? The the reverie? Is this the reverie? Well, it's the inside of the tower. Is well, is it? I don't uh, I don't know if it is. We the luck. Can, can I look can I look back towards like the portal and like is it like what what do we what do we see at the portal? You look back, um there is a expansive <clears throat> cave system behind you. Yeah, don't know if this I don't think we're still in the tower. 
we all just walk through the door together. Well, um, hey, you look back as well. Um, there isn't even, it's not like there's like a narrow space that was like mm-hmm. the size of the door. It is caverns behind you. Yeah. Can I see that invitation? Cool. a party, isn't yeah. it? I mean, a how party. bad could it be? Well, I'm, I'm just worried. It, it seems like either we were meant to be here or someone is messing with uh, messing with some pretty powerful stuff here. And being transported down into a new location could explain someone being lost for a time, I suppose. Have the guards Mom, that... Dad? No. Yeah. <laughs> Are you here? The two guards say, daughter? No. <laughs> oh, they're taking a mask. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Have the guards um, noticed us? So the guards are a good, like, trying to, like, estimate distance here. They're probably about, I don't know, let's say 200 feet away at the current moment. You have you have some cavern in front of you, some, mm. like, some trail, and then leading up to some long, curving stairs onto the plateau. And even then, they look really small uh, up there ahead. Oh, and those little guys. They're little guys, yeah. It's <laughs> the, guys. the perspective. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're really close. They're just tiny. <laughs> You're actually right Sorry. in front of you. <laughs> um, you look at them, and so here's the thing. You look around, um, and Kay, uh, having lit up a pebble and thrown it in ahead of you, you actually see it uh, on the ground off to the side, kind of like teetering near the edge of the water, one of the pools here, um, glowing. Um, and you have a feeling that your presence may have been, you know, for, for foretold yeah. uh, by by some a few things, um, and you definitely weren't quiet in doing so. But they're not; they're th- they're there. It's hard to see from this distance. Mm. Um, they're certainly facing in this direction, but they're also mm. just guarding a partially open door. Um, you. You don't think you were particularly quiet. You think that they would at the very least have heard this, uh, but they're not making moves or doing anything in particular. But you do see them shifting and moving like like they're not statues. This um, this might be overkill. But and and, um, Block like puts his hands up like he kind of moves like the front of the group or he is in the front of the group. He starts like puts his hands up and starts like slowly backing to like a more shadowed, a more like somewhat hidden area. And it just kind of behind a couple of the the large, yeah, like, just rock outcropping. Yeah, just trying to be like, we don't know. Je- this is not what we were expecting, and this could potentially be very dangerous. Let's be careful. Okay. Um. So yeah, just trying to move the group to if if, if if they're cool with it, trying to move to like a somewhat more of a stealthy position to where maybe we can get some information or, yeah. The only thing I forgot to mention um, as you looked through this space is these these large doors, by the way, are, as I, I just said, half opened. Um, but what you see through the half open doors is where the majority of the light in this cave is actually coming from. Um, mm. it's, it's just, it almost looks like an eternal expanse of green light and mist. That is all you can really see through the gap. Um, 
I think Langston will just approach the guards. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, so Locke is trying to like maneuver you all to like a little outcropping. Uh, and Langston just, is yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. no, actually, and, and starts heading forward. Is anybody trying to stop Langston or is this okay? Uh, I, if if there is, feel free to stop me from talking too much. If there is like a way to go alongside Langston to like stay in like an advantageous position, but like still be stealthy, I think Locke would be trying to do that. Like, very much so, like you're not going in this alone. I'm not going to try to stop you, but like you are yeah. able to be stealthy up until where the stairs begin. As yeah. the stairs begin, um, and you can take a look on on alchemy. Um, yeah, 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 I'm looking at that. Yeah, they don't have railing. They don't have side space. It is just a wide, slow winding staircase up over these pools of water mm. that seem to kind of and as you guys go in here by the way it is it is cold and mm. and if anybody has ever been in like a waterfall cave system it is yeah. refreshing and and beautiful but there is a mist in the air and a cold and a chill there's um, a certain level of moistness yeah a certain yeah. level of moistness yeah. this is just going to be called the moist episode uh, welcome <laughs> to the moist caverns the the moist, moist finale caverns. Uh, it's uh, well not then, the lost druid, it's the moisture. <laughs> the moisture druid. Oh, we meet him, he's just like, I'm so sweaty. Oh, it's so hot. Um, oh. well, I think if, if, if Langston is just walking up the stairs, I think Locke would be like sneaking. And then like when he sees Langston going up the stairs, he'd like be like, <sighs> and like run up beside him and be like, I, all right, I, know we, I know we haven't known each other for very long, but I'm not letting you go in there by yourself. And let's just like proudly walk like next to Langston. Langston kind of smiles at that and is just definitely on the hello, excuse me, excuse me. Um, Are we at the, just check. at the right party? Perfect. Um, just to double check, where are Kay and Hex in this? Kay will be closest to the front as they can, still letting Langston lead. Uh, okay. And Hex is following up the stairs behind, but due to uh, her best combat sort of skills being uh ranged she mm. sort of uh got her hands sort out. of uh she's she's walking with her bow casually in her left hand like she's not drawing it but she has it out because that's fair feels feels like yeah. a sign of respect mm -hmm. and you do see like i said they both the guards seem to have like long swords as well yeah. uh at their side um mm -hmm. they so you you all are, and Mayfire is still kind of keeping close to you, uh, Hex. So you see her taking this in, and like her eyes are kind of narrowed, and she's like looking around, and you can see there's like her brain. It must be going a mile a minute at this, just kind of trying to like understand what is going on here. Um, you do also hear her under her breath kind of whisper like the referee fantastica um as she's trying to process as langston approaches um and says just calls out uh you said is this where the party is yes yeah, so I, I he has the invitation and everything in his hands just like also um, uh yeah. lock is I, I might my aura out if these homies start to be aggressive lock is going to start throwing hands okay so kind of walking up, um, 
though you have the the piece of paper in your hand, it's not you know as you're approaching and calling out, it's not easy to see. Um, right. And the guards kind of step forward. Uh, from they were on either side of the door, kind of not, um, not necessarily in front of the entrance. And they step they step a couple steps forward, kind of closing in, triangulating, and stepping in front of that open space as they call out party do you have an invitation oh good <laughs> indeed i do uh the I one for me at all my friends <laughs> just <laughs> wait you see like the two <laughs> everyone's really defensive uh, <laughs> uh, how I approach one hand... parties in real life actually <laughs> <laughs> with my oar with, with my, my oar. boat oar in hand yeah we're um... in a fight let's go <laughs> One guard remains with a hand on their hilt, um, though they're not making moves to draw it, as the other closes the distance, steps forward, and reaches out to take the invitation from you. Um, they look over at it. They turn it over. You see him kind of wave one hand over it, almost like a test. Um, you watch it kind of glow a little bit um, with like an echo of some of the sparkles and, and things that came out of it. It's almost like um, authenticity checking, like <laughs> this invitation. Um, <laughs> does it have the watermarks? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see. Kind of looks you all over. Um, make a perception check. Everybody? Mm, just Langston. Okay. Okay. Seems to be closest to this card. Hey, do you have some of that guidance? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. If you got it, if I, if, if I have time, I will. I will guidance you. Stank on that. So fast. I'm so funky about guidance and things like this, but I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it does not make the biggest well, difference. Well, here. well if, if if I would if um, there you go. Make just a little flavor. If you yeah yeah. <laughs> All good, um, and I, I'm imagining this is happening. kind of as you approach, because he's he's yeah, doing the talking, and I'm, I'm pat on the back, okay sort of this. thing. Yeah, a pat on the back, um, with the oar to the head. No, okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, no. <laughs> um, so with a what was that? The, the twenty total. Yep. Okay, you watch the eyes kind of flicker over the entire party um, as they approach now. Hex, um, and as you kind of approach from behind, you get a better look at these guards. So while they are dressed um, in matching armor, it seems um, there is a fashion sense to the armor. Even I would say, um, and I will give this to Hex as someone who has rolled um, history check from a while ago uh the armor is not of a fashion it it it's a little foreign to you it's a mm. little unique to you um and then you also clock as it gets a closer look at their faces through their helmets you see pointed ears of an elf and Blue skin. Is this the gate to the underwater city? Um, 
so as their eyes flicker over the party, um, catching it almost kind of like looking almost interestingly. So this is the only thing you notice, Langston, which is that they kind of do a double take um, when I think Mayfire is the only elf in your party, right? No one else here. I am Locke takes off his mask. I am half elf. You're half elf. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so they look at you kind of, I, they kind of quickly maybe identify what I don't know. You know, I like half elves to be ver- various, uh, in it, but whatever aspect of you that they judge to be half elven, they glance over you twice and then look back and kind of look twice at, uh, Mayfire as well, but seeing not blue skin amongst either of you uh, seem to not really make a comment. But then as Hex kind of chirps up from behind, um, and by the way, this misty cool air is doing really great for your uh, lungs right now, Hex. It's really nice. It's like a little humidifier. (laughs) Um, They, the other one pipes up and says, no, no, we are not. As we are not surrounded by water, why would we be? Wait, goddamn! This <laughs> was suspicious to me. Uh, yeah, no, she's she's like rude, but fair. <laughs> rude. Uh, the other guard finally looks back down. Very well, as you have an invitation. They both kind of step away into the side and wave you through. Enjoy. See, I told you we were in the right place. (laughs) (laughs) They watch you all very closely, and I kind of the the armor and weapons that you have on you, as I'm will assume you walk through the gates, unless yeah, someone has anything else they would like to do. I was trying to think of a way to make one of them come with me, but I don't think we have enough time because if they don't want to go through it, I'm not going through this. But if yeah, no, we we go, we go, we go. <laughs> I walk. I go. Like, sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Simba, Hex says, "Oh, sorry. Go go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you, Mir." Oh uh, no, I'll just like uh, I'm walking in there like Simba and Timon and Pumbaa during Hakuna Matata. Like, I'm <laughs> just going. Just going. Hakuna. Uh, before they, it like Hex is about to walk through, um, and she says, "Oh my God." Control F, find my parents' names. Jesus Christ. Where are they? That's a weird thing to say to these guards. Yeah. <laughs> Control F. F find... um, Give us a second if they pull that, out a laptop. Is that the spell yeah. verbal components? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You know what? They draw their swords. You can't do a spell. <laughs> the somatic components pressing Control F. Yeah. Uh, uh, see, see. Yeah. So suffice to say, this is all terrible. Uh, Parents, parents, nope, didn't name them. Coming up with it live. Do it, do uh, it. Do you have Marvin? Do you are you aware of who comes through these gates? All who enter. No, unfortunately, there are many faces that come that remembering them all would be difficult. She says, "I don't have a name." Uh, if a name wouldn't help, not because I've forgotten it, uh, <laughs> that'd be insane. Um, Have you ended them? Never before. 
No. No. Yes. Huh. Are we dead? Is this Valhalla? <laughs> Shit, do we die? Uh, um, she she uh, controls her appearance and like slides between her mom and her dad. Ooh, very cool. Um, I will roll for this. Well, that's not creepy at all. Every time she Two does that, three. just um, <laughs> on a D four. <laughs> Yay! Um, they they squint, uh, kind of at you, and you can see them trying to recall. Mm, they don't look familiar, but why don't you go and find out to see if they're there? <clears throat> she like just kind of like huffs, and as she huffs, it like huffs her dad's face off of her face. <laughs> um, and she just it's it's all like really over the top, but very casually done uh, magic for her, and she just like. <sighs> just like over the top groans and walks through with everybody else. Amazing. Oh, I found my parents' names. Sorry. <laughs> you walk through, you Marvin. come back. <laughs> it's not. It's Tempest and Kieran, oh, a water cooler. genasi and a human. And I apparently wrote a whole paragraph about it. Wow, that's, those are great names. Thanks. My parents' names like, were I'm also kind of partial Tempest to Marvin. and Kieran. Can their middle name both be Marvin? Yeah. It okay. can be uh temp they can be their last name. They okay. she doesn't have one except <laughs> Your last name your name Wait, is, yes you do. Your name is Hex Marvin. Marvin. No, Don't diss my... your grandmother like that. Okay. All right, rude. She'll know. Uh, she'll know. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't have one that's her own. She has one that's a was given. Mm. So you step through this fissure in the rock wall through the gates and you enter the sea of eternal green glinting crystal chandeliers hang from the heights along with black and orange lanterns waterfalls spill from above and pool in these glass bottomed overhangs that host several people bathing and relaxing in the bubbling froth. This paradise that you step into abounds with lush ferns and moss and flora bursting out from every crevice in the walls. Everywhere folks are gathered in small groups. There's some sitting at tables. Others are lounging on these sprawling beds. The bar in the center of the room surrounds a geodesic sphere made from a translucent crystal as Ida clocks. And at its center is a wooden ball covered in roots and murqua. Shelves line the sphere's circumference and are stocked to the brim with colorful spirits. There is everything you can imagine here. Flasks of potions, vats of smoke. And next to the bar, a gargantuan rock is suspended in midair. Similar to what you had just seen. But this one plays host to a band performing for those relaxing on blankets on the lawn. It's this weird mixture of this outside lush greenery, verdant and and 
floral and lush encapsulated in this cavern. On archway and a small oh, smell and a small mm-hmm. uh, an archway and a small iron door barred and locked provide the only exit from this room apart from the gates that you have just walked through. Next to the lagoon, an old man sitting atop a mound of pillows speaks to folks gathered around the bottom. Although distant, the old man's booming voice tells a tale, his animated voice echoing across the cavern. Um, As you all take this in, you see that this expansive space has so many people. There is people dancing. There is people relaxing. There's people drinking. There's people often corners, uh, private corners, you know, there is, this is a party as the band plays and the sound sort of encapsulates everything here. You have entered the Reverie Fantastica, the eternal Eden, the party to end all parties. Yeah. Now, as you step forth, a couple of things happen. You all are taking this in kind of just stationary at the entrance of this space. Um, and kind of just, just stopped at the top. You see some individuals, uh, closest to the entrance, like look up at you and, you know, there's a variety, some kind of like smile and nod and, some probably more uh, intoxicated individuals like cheer, like, hey, welcome, uh, kind of a deal. Um, but as you all try to like look through all of these faces and people, um, aside from the things that I described, the bar at the center and this mound of pillows where an old man is sitting on atop it, um, you hear a sharp intake of breath from Mayfire. It's is everything it's him. okay? Ooh. It's who? She's here pointing to the individual atop the mound of pillows. It's Gilgazo. That's him. It. Yes. Journal. The the your your father. Not mine, Fonz. Oh no no! But your that connection. Your father was looking. Keep going. This is Sorry. Who's, this is who's Fonz looking for. This is he's the he's the solution. He can save Fenno. Put a lot of pressure. But this... Put it on him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot what of pressure. What is this place? It's a party. It's my kind of place. And takes off the cloak, rolls it over his shoulder. <laughs> Ida, she... you stay over there. <laughs> I don't... Um, I would be wary, though. Go carefully. If we're going to do this, I don't know what... Let's see what this place is. And do we why need to go here? talk to your guy, Gargano? Gargano. Yeah. Can we just call him Gary? Between like us, like the four of us. <laughs> um. So, in an effort to figure out like more about what this is, like what exactly this place is, uh. 
We can't hear you. Sorry, I was asking for music stuff. <laughs> oh, you're good. Uh, in, in an effort to sort of like figure out what this place is, uh, Hex sort of like disappears in a cartoonish way and then reappears kind of like trying to get in, like rub elbows with a group of nearby people and is like, great reverie. Am I right? It's just top rep- 10 out of 10 as far as reveries go. So... As this begins, as you guys begin to kind of like enter this space, um, you go and do this and you you said you're talking like to random people or whoever you just Yeah, just like a group that seems to be talkative and having a good time. She's just going to be like, yeah, I was here the whole time. Um, (laughs) Friends, hello. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so, it's so great. It's so great. Hi. 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 So nice to meet you. She's like reaching out and like touching your hand like a little bit. Like it's it's like, are you reaching out to shake my hand or are you just like touching my hand at this point? But they're like, yeah. yeah. Hi. Hi. Alexandra <laughs> Grimthorne, what's your name? Wow, that's a you're beautiful. Um Well, thank you. My name I is uh <laughs> Anne. Sorry. Anne Richmond. The head bar- is she a bard? Please tell me this person's a bard and they're in charge of oh something. God. Uh she's like, Anne, what a short short for Annabelle. One- oh. Now it's weird. <laughs> oh. Well, nice to meet you. How long have you been at this reverie? I mean, we just got our invitation. I'm afraid we're fashionably late. Oh, um, and she looks over to her like uh friend partner you're not sure the person that she seems to be like with yeah. though oh yes excellent um uh it's not it's been a little bit um yeah it's, it's hard to tell the passage of time because we don't have the you know the the thing but it's just been a little bit uh maybe a couple of weeks your invitation oh uh Honestly, I don't know. I, we're here now, so we didn't really need to keep it. It's probably somewhere with the stuff. Do you remember anything about when you received it? Or is everything just, you know, reverie or bust around you? <laughs> um, and she kind of looks at you with, like, this, like, confusion. Um, and as she goes to answer you, a l- ticking rings out for a moment. And it's followed by a booming thud that reverberates throughout the entirety of the hall. The thing is, as she goes to respond to you, the band goes silent. And everyone goes silent. Then there's a loud hissing sound that heralds green and sparkling gold mist that seeps from the vents dug in the sides of these rock walls. The mist flutters down and fills the entire room. Everyone is still and motionless for a frozen moment before the band shatters the silence and the crowd continues partying as if nothing happened and I would need con saves from all of you. Hmm. Yeah, I was like, likes to put the cloak around his face. This doesn't <laughs> seem right. Uh, con save. Given that this is your first introduction to this space, you can all do this with advantage. Okay. 
Uh, if you just click your con and your spells get double daisy. Oh, dang, right there. It's a plus three. Not too bad. Uh, not great. That's a 12. 15. Was that with advantage? Oh, with advantage. Let me let me, let me me try again with advantage. Uh, it was, first one was a 15. Second one was a 22. Much better. It's not supposed to be a disadvantage, do but it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> I, uh, I would have gotten an 11. Okay. Uh, um, pour moi. So 22. 19. 19. 11. And what was it, Hex? Uh, 15. 15. Um, okay. So this mist filters into the room um, and you're there's a weird thing of like, what, what, what just happened um, as you may be being newcomers, maybe being who knows what um, don't get like kind of frozen in this space and moment in time uh, like everybody else. And you have no idea what that was. Um, yeah, you have no clue. I will, however, um, Langston, I will. Also, Ida uh, got a 21. Thank you. Um, I will Mm. message you something. Oh, great. Who's, um, it sounds like Hex is kind of off by themselves. Or Kay, and Langston sounds like like they might be off by themselves, too. So is it just me and Kay still kind of by the front entrance? I think so. Kay's taking it slow, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Locke would just like reach out and like hit paw on your shoulder. Let um, me cast guidance and be like, uh, "I don't, I don't trust in anything about this place." Um, keep keep uh, your your head on a swivel, your your shoes tied. Keep uh, your your sails full of wind. I don't know what y'all say, um, but uh, don't. I'm I'm gonna stick with you. And like saddles up next to to K. Yeah, K like smacks you on the arm with the gun. <laughs> Ow! Yeah. Oh, arm. Yeah. Uh, arm. With what the, the fuck, K? And, uh, and says, "Keep that oar ready." Doctor Strange, just like full on, ready to go. So, you guys um are here. Um, hold on. What was it? Uh, da, 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 da. Well, one more time. What did you? What was your save hex? I want to just click. Fifteen. What? Sorry. Fifteen. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so the party continues. Um, the entirety of the party is to your um to your freedom. So you guys can go and explore and ask questions and however you need. Um, for our ease, um, I will talk about I'm assuming so are you guys like kind of splitting up or staying together first of all sounds like me and Kay are together sounds like Langston and Hex are both both kind of up by themselves Hex has gotten what she needs from her situation so she's going to move in back with uh, Kay and um... oh my god you literally Langston Jesus Locke me sir the GM (laughs) brain sorry bad brain everybody Locke (laughs) Just come hang out with me on the other side of the screen. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's a moment. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. There's a moment where Langston is like in complete. All right. It's playtime flirt mode. 
And then Ida just grabs at the back of his pants leg, <laughs> just looks at him. Dang, now is not the so time, good. friend. Ida's so good. Um, and he just looks sad. That's all. No. It's just, just a sad look at his face. Because he <laughs> comes to the realization that, yeah, I guess we Can't do parties have stuff right to now. do. It's not a party. Also, um, your earliest convenience, sir, uh, uh, Locke will be heading to the bar to talk to the bartenders with the, the rest of the group if they'll, go, if they'll come with him. Okay. Um, so, currently, what you would clock, obviously, from point to get from Mayfire. Oh, I didn't roll for Mayfire. Hold on. Yay. <laughs> the plight of a GM. You just forget your NPCs constantly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not that's wrong. a thing. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> They're um, here. <laughs> So I will do this um, just because I can. we can do this um, in the NPCs I'm showing. So obviously Mayfire is here. Gilgazo is here. Um, and you can you can see him. Um, I don't think I can. No, I can't. Okay, that's fine. Uh, show you all his picture. But he's like an old, as you kind of look and go a little bit further into uh, the space, the, the individual that's sitting on this like pile of pillows just animatedly telling a story is, uh, has a like, chin strap beard that kind of ends in a point uh white uh aged like almost like he's in his 70s maybe uh slicked back hair also just a shock of white um otherwise just appears to be a human um with just kind of like some some markings uh on his face and like body like maybe tattoos maybe whatever um, is he the dude on the cover uh, hold on. Please? Yes, he is! <laughs> yeah, we found it. Hey. I was like, what are you talking about? And I forgot that, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> I could even probably show you the picture at the back if I find it, but that, that'll be later. Um, so, that's that's that individual. There is a bartender manning the bar. Um, he is a short and stout young man with big frizzy hair. Um, he's tending to the bar. Um, he's wearing this like velvety robe. Um, he seems to be like animately, like friendly and loudly talking to some of the people that are like there asking for drinks. And they're like, yes, of course. Here you go. Yeah. How you doing? Do you need anything else? Need a top off? Yeah. Like, just like totally like mm -hmm. hanging out, totally chill. Um, mm. and then he kind of, you see him kind of go like, What'd you get again? What? Yeah, of course. Yes, always. Right. Uh, goes back and be like, can you see it for a second? Like, stutter. I'd be like, it was, it was this one. Yes. And he grabs like a, a drink and pours it for the person. Um, and he goes back and he's like, oh, what, what, sorry. What did you, what did you want? Uh, and like, he's like, he's really sweet and really friendly, mm -hmm. but he does, he seems to be a little like not that great at this. Um, and, Without a perception check as you approach him, you see, however, a interesting contraption on his left hand. Um, even though he's bartending all of these things, there is this glove thing. Ooh. It's, like, wooden, um, and it comes with, like, these pieces that have these, like, uh, like slightly glowing, like, filaments that connect between them. Um, but otherwise he sees, it's like this, it's just glove. Uh, but it almost looks like a little, like, um, a little steampunky, but if it was wood, if that makes mm. sense. Um, cool. yeah. And he's just, he has that 
on his hand it seems some kind of glove thing um, punk i did Drew. i like that that's very really, <laughs> take it take it Drew take punk. it make all the words um, Drew punk let's go so <clears throat> who else do you, let's do uh let's do a group perception check as you begin to walk through the party and see who else like of interest you can spot. let's go I'm definitely looking for those parental units, Indeed. the Marvins. That is a four plus <laughs> That's six. That's a natural fucking 20, guys. Oh, hell yes. Oh, you see everything. Amazing. You find your parents and their parents. And <laughs> the friends I had along the way. <laughs> and Voldemort? What? Where did Where'd come you come from? from? Um, and Elmo. I mean, uh, <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> What a pair. Uh, so glad those kids worked it out. Luck. What'd you get? Oh, I got a, a, just an even 10. Four plus nice six. Even 10. Yeah. Just, I'm I'm clocking that bartender. I'm like, that's a weird glove. I want a drink. Let's go. Langston with a nine. Okay. Langston has a different idea. Eight, oh, he's gonna eight nine, this. ten. Okay. Um, so with the natural 20, you are on the lookout for your... <laughs> parents um so you are walking through and you're almost kind of like walking and as you're walking you're not even like looking where the group's going you're like doing those little like circles of like taking in a new space and trying to look mm. who's up at the pools who's in that pool trying to get now here's the thing even on a natural 20 there's a crap ton of people in here okay mm. um however every place you are walking through here and looking you are just absolutely discerning on every single one. So mm-hmm. every person that you have seen here mm-hmm. does not match your parents' description. Okay. Mm. Um, with the natural 20, though, you clock one other person, though, that just stands mm-hmm. out to you compared to everybody else. There is somebody here that is very clearly not a party goer. Okay. Yeah, I want to know more about that. Um, so even though, like, you kind of clock it at the end as almost as like you're approaching uh, the bar, so you have a second to focus yeah. on him. And there is a another soldier here. Um, and again, you see, even though he's wearing this full, uh, not full armor, but you know, heavy armor. Um, again, in that fashion, that is not of one you are personally familiar with, though maybe you've seen things inspired by it uh, in Fano as you see a long, pale, silvery-haired, but not old, not like Elgazo, not that type of gold, just white hair, um, long, blue skin, pointy ears, another one of these elves um based on just comparing from the guards outside his armor is a little bit more impressive and his station seems to be a little bit higher um for our sake even though you probably wouldn't know this this is lieutenant miano um now yes you put it together though that these are crystal I'm gonna I'm gonna say it my way chrysalian chrysalian's better oh my gosh it's so good Chrysalian soldier um, that you're just convinced. You're like, oh, well, maybe we're not there, but these are Chrysalian soldiers. All, yeah, she's like not to be put off. Uh, 
and she sort of like sidles up next to next to him with her i guess we'll just call it cool reverie champagne cocktail <laughs> uh do you get this at the bar do you go up to the bar yeah for yeah this? crcc okay Okay, so we'll pause here uh, because I believe Locke was walking up yeah. to the bar. Oh, sure. So, uh, two things. Just with, with like general passive perception of um, 14, um, does it look like they're... I, I'm, I'm trying to do something very specific, and I need to, I'm trying to figure out what the best way to ask if... Is there somebody very drunk right by where I'm approaching, or is like the bartender right there, like and looking pretty like willing to like engage with a new customer? Um, bartender sense. would be right there, more than willing to engage with a new customer. Got it. Okay. So then, what Locke does? Locke rush, rushes up a little bit frantic, and is just like, "Oh no! Um, oh gosh! I totally sp- spilled a, a huge cocktail over back there, and I'm gonna need." At least four wet rags to, to to five wet rags to fix this. Uh, it's a it's a it's a doozy. Oh, oh no! Oh it's oh, oh it's no. starting to oh, spill sorry. on the floor. Oh no! Well, I mean it, everything's is... kind of wet here, anyways. I wouldn't worry too much about it. But here, you need some rags. Yeah, 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 yeah wet yeah, wet yeah. rags. Totally wet, wet. Wet rags. Moist, moist. If if you if if that helps you. Everything here is moist. Uh, <laughs> hands mm. you these like. They're dry rags. You can easily like he points to like any of the pools of water. He's like, okay, go cool, ahead. Cool. But um, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll pull it. Uh, are, you, are you okay though? Is everything all right? Did, are you, oh, I'm fine. You, you could take a bed if you need to lie down. I, no, I'm, I appreciate it. What's your name? Me? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> my name is Zan. Ah, Zan, you're a wonderful bartender. You've been pouring drinks all night. You've been <laughs> keeping the people happy. Uh, you're wonderful. This is a great reverie. I will be back to talk to you in just a moment. I gotta go clean up this this humongous spill. I can I can, I can help. No, no. Oh, I look! Someone needs you. some. Someone needs a drink over there. And he like turns and like walks yeah. walks okay. away. Okay. Um, and Hex. I Hex who needs a drink. Yeah, Hex <laughs> needs a drink. Um, and uh, this I feel like this is like Hollywood logic. Like it works in movies, but like if there's like mist and like gas coming in i want to wet all these rags and give them to my friends and be like put them over your mouth at the very least maybe that'll help with with something um that's that was that that was that whole scene that whole scene the conclusion was i want you guys to be safe (laughs) um so that's it perfect so interesting um so you're gonna Mm -hmm. go do this Mm -hmm. I you said Langston, um, yeah, I that you're doing things idea. a little bit differently. What yep. do you do? Uh, so and the only person that uh, Langston heard a name of was this Gil God Gil Gazer. Gil Gazer, mm. yeah. And so his idea is just to go up and talk to this person, just like stroll in like he owns the place. Okay. Also, just for general. Uh, Locke is staying pretty close to K. Okay. Very much like clocking. Okay. K, what are you doing? Uh, K's just watching Locke's little bit. Uh, probably helps out a little bit if they can. I and g- then if they, I once they see Langston or anybody heading towards the Druid, uh, they will be going with them. Locke would follow. Okay. So in the moment, here's how things are going to go down. 
you lock, go talk to the bartender and get some uh, rags. Mm-hmm. Um, you rush over to a pool to dunk them in and begin to hand them out to people as each of you grab one. Um, you do get some offended, like splat, like people that get like a little bit of splash zone there, uh, from yeah. people in the pool. And you see people are just bathing in the pool, having Ooh. drinks in hand, Ooh. relaxing. It's like a jacuzzi, like they're just having a oh. great time. Um, and how annoying would that be? You're at a party, just like hanging out in the jacuzzi, and some asshole is just like, gotta get washed my clothes. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yes. Um, so you do that and you pull, um, them back and again, you're distributing him, um, Mm. throughout just as Langston begins to head over, um, to the, uh, druid that seems to be just sitting on a top pile of pillows, animately telling a story. Uh, Kay seeing this kind of follows after as Hex, on the other hand, sees this Lieutenant. Now this Lieutenant from your perspective, Hex is, um, He's watching over. Um, he's stern-faced. He looks, he looks duty-bound, to say the least. He's on duty, um, for sure. He's not a party member. Um, he's not quite next to the bar, necessarily, but you do see him kind of almost like walking around, doing these rounds, watching over things. Um, yeah. And occasionally, as you go to sidle up to him, you catch a sort of um, dirty look that he shoots over to the bartender. Um. Yeah, and that's all you catch before you go. Kind of like you, he sees you kind of coming up to him. Yeah. Um, and he goes, "Hello, can I help you?" I'm not in the same accent for everybody, and I'm very sorry. No, <laughs> that's you're, like you're, the only thing my brain's going to. You're right fucking now. killing it. Never <laughs> apologize. Hex sort of like uh does one of the like head jerk backwards as she like looks between uh him and the uh bartender in the like kind of dirty look situation she goes oh i'm sorry am i interrupting something hosting can breed uh difficulty with the staff i'm sure no no not at all uh, is there something i can assist you with just wondering what the chrysalians have as far as an interest in this party. We don't see you all above the surface very often, and it seems like you're quite involved here. Um, One hand sort of grips the hilt of his sword as you just directly uh, you know, bring up not only his origin, uh, but insinuating any kind of intent. And he looks over you um, with a keener eye this time. I see you're new here. Is that correct? I mean, every party needs a little fresh blood to liven things up from time to time. Of course. Don't worry, we had an invitation. Oh, I am sure you wouldn't be in here if you didn't. An interesting line of questioning. What is your care or mind do you not wish to simply enjoy the festivities i find that the more festive things are the more interesting they really are underneath Hmm. game respects game (laughs) are you here to stir up trouble no i'm here to learn anything you have to teach me 
unfortunately, I don't have much to teach. I'm simply here to keep a lovely reverie. Does one get invited to places like this? To be forgotten? Just kind of like shoots you a look uh, as you kind of mentioned that. It just says, all over people simply get these distributed. They occasionally, we give some to those that decide it's time to go home. And sometimes they invite others and so the cycle continues. I'm sorry, your name is? Lieutenant Miano. Hexandra Grimthorne, a pleasure. And who did you all come with? Kind of looks over you to like, see who your crew is. Yeah, I think um, she's... Just matter where they are. Yeah, oh she's God. sort of uh, yeah. aware that she has, for better or worse, uh, awakened his attention. And she says, no idea. They're just, honestly, a bunch of chuckle fucks. I have no idea where they got off to. And then she's like, oh, Anne, there you are. <laughs> Anne. Uh, my dearest and oldest friend. Why don't I offer you a drink on, well, everything is on the house here. And I promise nothing untoward, but I seem a little uptight and, you know, we're trying to keep a vibe. And he kind of, re like, walks over toward, like, Almost kind of just like guiding you, uh, yeah. not I forcing just, like, you necessarily. Insight this man to see if he's yes. trying to like make uh, me yeah, drink yeah, some yeah. shit and roll some saves. Yes, please. All right, that's a fourteen. Okay. Um, he like he did say like nothing untoward. Like he's not like going to do anything to your drink or anything like yeah. that. Um, he seemed genuine. It seems from a, with the. 14 like he think I think he you get the sense that he's like you need to relax a little bit for this to keep vibing with everything else so yeah. let's try to get your let's get some drinks in you at the very least if that's maybe like his okay. way of loosening things up a little bit um and he goes over to the bartender and he's like Zan a drink here please mm -hmm. what would you like uh the bartender kind of comes up and it, like it, mid doing something else with somebody else he's like oh uh yeah lieutenant uh um oh uh, yes oh i know uh yeah you like um what is it again that you like negroni okay. no no yeah um, <laughs> with prosecco, the prosecco darling the oh. lieutenant goes um like a little like a little annoyance in his voice and he's like yeah. she's new so i doubt you would know um, and the bartender's like, no, yeah, of course, I'm sorry, yeah, of course, I knew that. Um, welcome, welcome to the party. Um, yes, Negroni, got it. Um, and it goes to, like, make that for you. Um, at which point okay. the party is approaching, the rest of the party, rather, mm -hmm. is approaching, um, story time. <laughs> yes. Um, if... I, I, I don't exactly know the exact layout of this situation, but Locke would not be letting Hex be off by themselves. So, like, he, I, I wouldn't leave K. He's he's with K. Like, we're we're locked into this. But like, Locke would position himself to like be able to chameleon and like watch 
like sure. both so you're sides kind of a little things. bit hanging back is Langston yeah. just going forward though is Langston waiting for oh no Langston's not smart enough to to wait and go forward <laughs> got it this is um, like Langston's like this guy must be VIP so I'm VIP too look at me I have jewels in my Damn. hair I love that honestly that's great that's it's fucking fair, great yeah. <laughs> Listen, fake it till you make it. Sometimes really, yeah. really works wonders. Yo, Just act like you belong, good. y'all. Uh, <laughs> exactly what he's doing. How do you think I started DMing? Exactly. Honestly. Kay, are you moving forward with Langston? Are you hanging back with luck? Uh, moving forward as quick as I can with Langston. Got it. All right. And as Langston and Kay now go and approach uh, the group of people lounging below uh, the man atop this mountain of cushions and luxury, the VIP of this party, you begin to hear and enter almost like mid-story that this man who uh mayfire who is joining this crew by the way um so she's with uh, mayfire's with us uh mayfire's with the ones going closer to uh the druid basically um because she's like she's a little anxious she's looking around by the way uh and keep me honest if i forget to like tell you what is going on because i know npcs um (laughs) but like she's been she's been like very like wildly like trying to get a ga- a grasp on what's going on um and is focused fo- like on the one person that she knows she's here um about so you approach mid story as this voice is narrating in a clearly comfortable manner of someone who is very much uh used to this position Yes. Just a, a real quick above the table. Um, mm-hmm. Mayfire's request of us several episodes ago was to find this Gilgazo for so, what reason? <clears throat> Sorry, I just, just a refresher. No, no, totally fine. It was Fawnly. Fawnly, okay. Who was the request, and Mayfire kind of like worked for Fawnly, um, and Mayfire's associated with the Order of Indos, uh, as is Fawnly. Both of them are. Um, but the thing is, is that Fawn Lee's father had a journal, which was uh, discussing this, like, problem amongst the orders. A lot of it was was uh, ciphered and, like, and, and hard to read, but she gave you the story. She explained that basically he started investigating. He started investigating what's going on with Fano and the city and the orders as they sort of, like, fall from power, fall from grace that is occurring. Um, and she's concluded she was convinced that he disappeared uh after a while and he they had him killed um but in his journal she had his journal and his discoveries what he was researching mentioned this druid this lost druid um i will say this i don't know if this is was in the book i don't remember but now you'll just know this is fact your story um that he's like he was called the last aleander um and he was the key to saving Fano. Whatever yeah. it was, he had the power. He was going to be able to do something about this. And she wanted to find him and bring him back to Fano so he could help. Got it. So, so this Gilgazo might know where F- 
father fondly is might know what's going on with the political structure in uh, Fano and um, might know how to save the Murkwa situation. Is that a good? Cool. Maybe. I mean, yeah, you can guess that he is somehow involved with a lot of this shit. Got it. Okay, cool. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been a while since we, we've talked about our, our, our overarching mission. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. No, yeah, good yeah. clarification. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with that, however, um, as you go to within f- feet's length from the person you have been searching for, we will take our break. Oh shit! Whoa. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> because it is ten o'clock. An hour. No, oh, the battle's dead. about to ensue. Oh. I'm killing. I'm it's killing some of these these jacuzzi goers if we're going yeah. for it. Yeah, Just for sure. yeah. blood of the water. Um, we should have called this shark attack. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs>